0: to This Grit and Grace Life, a podcast for strong women and those who want to be. From the boardroom to the bedroom, car lines to college, single, married, or single again, real talk for women embracing this grit and grace life. Let's get into it. Hello, lady friends, and welcome to another episode of This Grit and Grace Life podcast. I'm your co-host, Julie Graham, and I feel like I have to let you in on a little secret I've been keeping from you. Uh Uh-oh, I'm a
1: little terrified on this one, Julie. I know. (laughs) So I should be. Go ahead, tell us. Okay, so I have been secretly
0: training for a fitness competition. I'm doing a bikini competition, darling.
1: Oh, you are. I All know. right, I th- I I could say that's kind of great. I can <laughs> tell you this. All right, first, I'm Darlene Brock. I am not training for any contest, <laughs> let alone a bikini, bikini one, heaven <laughs> forbid. So Julie, tell me how this happened. I know, it's so weird. So if
0: you followed the show for any length of time, you probably have heard me talk about my gym, Burn Camp. In fact, we had the co-founder of Burn On on episode 65. I love Burn, it's so fun. But part of the reason I love to work out is being with my friends, and so one of my best friends Doesn't work at my gym. And so sometimes I would go with her to her gym. And her trainer had been kind of on her to let him train her for this fitness competition. And she's one of those people that's already really fit and probably could compete in a show next weekend without even trying. Mm -hmm. So I was her fangirl and I kept saying, you know, you should do it. You should do it. You could totally rock it. I'll take your picture. I'll be there to support you the whole thing. Well, after about three weeks in a row of, of this scenario happening, she turned to me, looked me straight in the eye and said, Jules, I'll do it if you do it. Oh,
1: Julie, I know right? you really well. You, anybody throws down with you, you're in. I know. Competition on. I literally looked at her and said, what just happened? <laughs> like this just got
0: turned and now I'm not going to be able to say no. So of course I left that workout session, couldn't stop thinking about it, texted her a couple hours later. And I said, I think we're going to have to do this. Yeah. So I've been doing it. It's been really, really hard, but also a fun and
1: exciting different kind of challenge. Yeah. And I think in today's culture with women power and we (laughs) can do anything. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're going for the power thing quite literally, (laughs) quite literally. I know. And what's interesting is
0: as I've talked to people about it, it's kind of like people are either all about it, excited for me, think it's a cool challenge, or I can almost see them Lose a little respect for me, like wonder why I would want to do such a thing. And it's made me think about what we ultimately want to talk about today. What does it look like for a woman to respect herself?
1: Yeah, and I don't think it has to do with working out and being fit and being willing to go up in front of people and go, yeah. That part is terrifying. Yeah, that is terrifying. But I think it has to do with our everyday life. How do we respect ourselves in our everyday life in um, the way we allow ourselves to be treated or approached or dealt with or we don't? Yeah, I mean,
0: culturally, the conversation is very female empowerment, female strength, and women should be, you know, um, put more prominent than they ever have been for, even to the detriment of men. And that's not what we believe self respect is. We want to create a a community of women who recognize that yes, they have inherent value and worth, and part of the way you carry yourself demands respect from other people, but you'll never
1: really be respected if you don't actually respect yourself first. And so what does that look like? Mm, So we're going to break it down into areas of our lives and how we portray that in each. So let's start with the family. As uh, the mother or the spouse, how do we show that we have respect for ourselves in, let's say, our children, what our children do, how they treat us, what we expect from them? I know. I feel like this is one where I really need you to <laughs> to lead the conversation. You know, I'm a single
0: mom, and um, there are definitely times where I look at myself in the mirror and think, "What are you doing, woman? Get it together! Like, make him, you know, hold the line a little more. You, you're the boss here." And there are times where I forget that, and I let there be an imbalance where I kind of let him do whatever in order to make it easy for the moment. But part of self-respect is no, my position in this family is I'm the head here. I'm in charge and he needs to do what I say because I love him and I want the best for him. And I can have that position without letting him, you know, run the show.
1: Yeah. And I think there's a difference between being a woman who wants to serve your family and being a slave because we can allow ourselves to be taken advantage of. And in our children's case, they really should pick up their own toys, okay? They really should do their own homework. And sometimes because we're frustrated or tired or whatever, we do it for them. And Mm -hmm. it's okay occasionally to go, I just can't do this battle. I'm going to pick up these toys and we're going to move on. That's okay. But you need to set a premise of... I am not your slave and you are responsible for these things so I expect you to do it. I respect myself enough to not do it all for you. Yeah. Yeah, and and your children will learn to respect you and respect themselves
0: when there's that healthy boundary and healthy balance of, you know, who has what roles in the relationship.
1: And should we be slave to every activity that they want to join, or every yes. other peer wants to join, or <laughs> every other mother says you should join. No, absolutely not. but no. the the struggle is real, Dar. I mean,
0: we live in this Pinterest age, this perfect mom life, you know, you know, generation where we want to be that mom who's doing everything. Our kid is doing everything. And oh, by the way, he's first place in all of the things. Um, and I'm at every single thing, but it's it's
1: impossible. It's impossible, and it's making us crazy. it is. It's making us. Absolutely crazy, and it's really showing our kids that we don't think we're good enough, or strong enough, or worth enough to ask them to step up, yeah. and we want to show them that we respect ourselves enough to say we expect this from you. If you're married, um, you know there there are expectations for a partnership. In the relationship. Now, we've said before, and I absolutely know this to be true men don't see things. They don't see the pile in the corner that the kids created because they just created the one next to them. They don't see that one either. Um, Stepping over their pile and the kids' pile on their way to the couch. Exactly, and they'll walk right over it to go to dinner with you, you know, whatever. Um, But we need to be willing and able to ask them to help out, ask them to do things, ask them to be a true partner. I do think that there is a lot of us who have that inner frustration
0: and even bitterness. We allow there to be growing bitterness in our marriage because he's not helping, but we haven't done what you just said. We haven't respected ourselves enough to communicate clearly and respectfully calmly. Um, We've talked about on other episodes with good timing and tone and tact. (laughs) All of the above. Exactly. Um, But to clearly communicate what we need in order to be in what we would consider a healthy and balanced relationship that ultimately everyone in the family
1: is going to benefit from. One thing in a relationship with your husband that is a little more difficult to address is the fact that some men expect you to serve every single one of their needs and are not willing to care about yours. You know, that, that's a difficult one. And I would say you absolutely need to see if you can get counseling. But the truth is, if you allow that, if you accept that, you have proven to them that you are not worth being respected. That you are not um, someone who they should actually care about how you live and what you need. So I think that there's a balance to this. You need to show self-respect without being demanding or nagging, but say, you know what? I'm better than that. I'm worth more than that. So let's look at how we need to change our life. Yeah, I would definitely just, if you're hearing that and you're thinking, this
0: is me, she's talking to me, I'm in that position. I'm in that relationship. I don't know what to do. I'll make sure to link in the show notes to some of the questions that Dr. Zoe has already answered that kind of touch on this topic, um, but also just how you could get in touch with someone um, like Dr. Zoe or maybe somebody in your own town, or um, I would encourage you as someone who's been in that type of relationship, that getting help is the best thing that you could do if you're in that type of scenario, but it does begin with your own self-respect of. No, I'm looking for a balanced, healthy relationship. I deserve that. And I'm going to make steps toward um, pursuing that kind of balance in my marriage.
1: You know, and that before marriage, I think that's a whole nother area we need to discuss, Julie, because I think women have completely surrendered their respect for themselves because they're willing To give a man outside of marriage what I always call the whole meal deal. The whole meal deal. The whole meal deal. You got me. You got me body, soul, and spirit. You got all of me. And what did he do to earn it? Nothing. Nothing. He didn't earn it. He didn't make the commitment that you hoped he would make. And this doesn't come quickly. This usually comes gradually. But you know, girls, you're worth more than that, yeah. that you should expect a man that's willing to make the same kind of commitment to you that you are making to him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this,
0: you're you're speaking to people in my scenario where, you know, I'm widowed and um, desire to be married again. And so I'm in the dating scene and, you know, I catch myself in, you know, conversations with men that I, you know, after a few conversations, I start to realize, no, he's not Nothing, you know, not to devalue him, but he's not good enough for me. And I got to have the self-respect to cut that off because that's not going to lead to a relationship that has the the elements that I desire and deserve. And that's called self-respect when you're willing
1: to say, no, I want, I need, I deserve, and I will wait for more. I think a lot of times that girls find themselves in a place that they never expected to be, where suddenly they're two years into a relationship. They thought they were going to marry this guy. He acted like they were going to get married. They might even be engaged. They, Yeah, often they are engaged, but it doesn't go any further than that. Mm-hmm. And time will go by and you wonder, how did I get here? How did I find myself in this place where... I am essentially being a wife in every way. We're sharing a home, we're sharing bills, we're sharing a bed. Maybe even babies. Maybe and often even babies. But what we're not sharing is that deep commitment that comes with a marriage. And I've heard so many times, marriage is just a piece of paper. Just a piece of paper. It is it's a piece of paper. It's a piece of paper that's really hard to get out of. It's a piece of paper that you have to be legally bound to. It's a piece of paper that ties you in ways that a verbal commitment doesn't. So yeah, it's a piece of paper, but it's a piece of paper with the law behind it and the impact of a covenant behind it. That is what most women want. It's a man who's willing to stand in front of family and friends
0: and profess his love to you and to make a commitment to you that he then backs up with his life. And then it's not just paper. It's paper plus life um, that is, you know, uh, cherished and valued and prioritized. And, yeah, you absolutely, friend, deserve that. That is what self-respect is.
1: And before you get to that place, I would encourage all women to go – In the very early part of the relationship, are the man's words enough, or am I watching what he does? Mm -hmm. Am I watching his actions? When he says he wants to get married, but he doesn't want to rush out and buy a ring or set a date, does he really want to get married? Mm -hmm. If he says that he wants to spend his life with you, but he says, let's just share an apartment, is that really spending the rest of his life with you, or is it just being a roommate? Mm -hmm. You know, decide earlier in the relationship if this is a man that will be committed to you forever before you get in the deep end. I mean, we definitely unpacked this a little bit more on episode 94.
0: So if you're in the dating scene and haven't yet listened to this episode, please go back and listen to it because you shouldn't even be willing to go on a second date with somebody, a third date, whatever, where you know he doesn't exhibit those qualities that you're looking for in that long term relationship that you hope will eventually turn to marriage. And I think that's where a lot of women get in trouble is they're willing to go out on a date or two or three with somebody that pretty early on they already know doesn't have the things that they're looking for, but maybe he'll pick them up along the way. He's not going to pick them up along the way. He's just not. But you have to have the self-respect to recognize that early and
1: you walk away if it's obvious he doesn't have those things. And I say, girls, if there's an army of you out there that are saying, ain't no way you're going to get any of this till you become the man you should become, more men will step up because they're expected to, because it's demanded of them. You guys, I wish you could see her face right now. She is getting
0: into <laughs> preach it mode. I like it. I like it. Um, yeah. I mean, yes to all of those things, and that's that's really what we want to become as grit and grace women who have respect for ourselves in the home front, in the dating scene, um, even in the workplace. That what does that look like? Which is interesting because I work for you. <laughs> <laughs> what does that look like, Julie? <laughs> uh, whatever you think it looks like. <laughs> Just, <kidding. laughs> Just kidding. Oh, that was. But good. yeah, I mean, that's one of your favorite conversations. I mean, you you love um, you know, encouraging women to go after their dreams and to have a career, and that you can have a career and a family. Um, So how do you respect yourself in the workplace?
1: Mm, I think that you don't let the demands of your job consume you. It can't be your every waking moment, especially if you have, you know, a spouse, children, Mm -hmm. you've got to find the insane balance that we all try to find. Uh, But at the same time, you want to respect yourself in the workplace. You want to do an honorable job mm-hmm. and a good job and perform to the best of your ability, then expect reward for it. Yeah. Expect to be treated in a way that you're you are rewarded both financially and even a promotion for what you've done. So
0: are you saying if you, you know, feel confident that you're doing a good job and your, you know, your role at your Company is maybe has expanded, but your pay hasn't expanded. Is this a scenario where you would say, out of self respect, do you go and ask
1: for a raise or a promotion or for your responsibilities to shift and change? Absolutely. You know, I think a lot of times, and I've been a boss in a lot of companies and overseen, you know, a whole lot of people. And the ones that I respect the most are the ones who come to have come to me and said, "Here's what I think about what I'm doing, where I want to go. And I think that it's time to relook at my position. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, let's let's unpack that. Yeah. And I respect them because they have enough respect for themselves that they will come in my office and make the ask. And yeah, maybe I'm in, maybe I'm not. Maybe I see things differently or maybe I see it exactly the same and believe in their future. So it's the next step. But I respect anyone who's willing to do that. I know we actually have some articles at the Grit and Grace Project
0: that kind of unpack these kinds of things and you know how to have this kind of conversation with a boss, how to present yourself well in an interview or on a resume to put yourself out there um, to make the advances that you want to make in your career. I think there are some women who feel like they're not allowed to pursue these types of advancements because it's they're asking for something that maybe they don't deserve. But actually, there's that quiet confidence that then has to come out in a respectful way to your employer that shows that you have the self-respect. And I love that you can actually say from example that you respected somebody
1: who was willing to bring these things to the table in a you know tactful way. The other thing I think that happens in the workplace is among your peers – where you may feel threatened by them, so you compete with them mm-hmm. rather than joining the team to work together. Women competing, no. No, it <laughs> never happens. And we never do it in a non-civil no comparison, way. <laughs> no competing, no cattiness, none of that. None yep. of that. Yeah, no. And so you've got to be confident in yourself enough that you don't have to compete. You just learn how to be a good team member because you value yourself. You know you'll be a good team member. Sometimes we're clashing with another
0: woman in the office. Sometimes we're clashing with a man because he maybe doesn't know how to handle working with a confident, strong woman. But again, how we handle those scenarios speaks of our own
1: self-respect. Julie, you're the friend girl. You have a bazillion <laughs> friends, right? True story. The- They're yeah. the best. Yeah. Every single one of you. <laughs> <laughs> love, love, love. You should see her face right now. She's just exuding Glowing. it. Yeah. But, you know, you also have to show self-respect that you respect yourself in friendships. And it can come in a couple of different ways. Um, sometimes you've got a friend who's not a great friend who is sapping from you and taking, making you feel badly about yourself, questioning everything you do and everything you think. And you may need to just uh, walk away from that friend.
0: Absolutely. I mean, it's unfortunate when that happens. And sometimes you can start to feel... Um, you know, bad about yourself that you've let a friend treat you that way. But once you recognize that you're in what would be considered an unhealthy and imbalanced friendship, you absolutely are allowed to distance yourself from that friend and to um, make the cut and put in healthy boundaries and um, share your concerns and give him or her an opportunity to repair the relationship. But if they don't, then you're allowed to, for your own benefit, Remove yourself
1: from that toxic relationship. Love it. And do you know, the the one thing that I think happens a lot, Julie, is among women is the you're part of my tribe, you're not part of my tribe. No we, new friends. No new friends. Can't <laughs> add any. We have four. We have six. Three is <laughs> a bad one, isn't it, usually? Um, but I think if if we have respect for ourselves and each other, yeah. we don't act that way. Yeah. We don't leave the left out person left out. Oh, absolutely.
0: I mean, I'm definitely the, the includer, the everyone can sit with me girl. Um, And that's the kind of women we should be because we want friends to reach out to us and to include us. And so, I mean, it really is the golden rule, right? You treat others the way you want to be treated. Mm -hmm. And um, if we are those kinds of women, we'll be drawn to healthy people and healthy people will be drawn to us. I mean, if you're kind of wondering if a friendship that you're in right now falls into the category of what would be considered unhealthy, I'd recommend you go back and listen to episode 81 because we really unpacked this in more detail on what this looks like when your friendship might have become toxic. So I'll link to that in the show notes because you do deserve to be in friendships that are life-giving and thriving and healthy and both people in the relationship are giving and taking and loving and serving.
1: It's incredibly important that we do respect ourselves, Julie, but there's, there's kind of a gray line here, or there's a line we shouldn't cross where there's some things that respecting ourselves doesn't mean. It doesn't mean that we think we're superior over someone else, or we're more special, or we needed to be, we need to be treated better than someone else. Actually, we need to be treated equally. Yeah. It's not a superiority
0: thing. It's an equality thing. And it's definitely not demanding, it's more of an understanding and a way that you communicate with the people that you interact with in such a way that you respect yourself and therefore you expect mutual respect from the other person.
1: Yeah, you don't have to stand up and scream, everybody respect me. Please give me respect. Do you not know? I deserve respect. You not have a boombox on your shoulder playing, Ari, <laughs> yes, yeah, be easy, Yeah, you That would be kind of cool, though, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Well, I, but you don't want that. You don't want to be the one yelling because that means, I think that means that you're not sure you deserve it, so you're going to demand mm-hmm. it. Quite the contrary, it comes quietly. It comes by your quiet expectations and what you allow in your life, not what you demand to be in your life. Man, that is such a big shift
0: though. That We're not demanding, it's what we're allowing and what we're um, inviting by the way we carry ourselves and the way we interact with other people. It's like such a subtle but super important shift.
1: The one thing it doesn't do is ignore the needs of others. Mm. Just because we care about our own You know, health, emotional health, physical health, spiritual health, we do care about that so we can be the best person that we can possibly be. We also want to be that person so we are attentive to other people's needs, to their insecurities, to their challenges. And because we are confident in ourselves, I think it puts us in a better place to help them. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, I think what we're trying to say is respecting
0: yourself comes down to both grit and grace. You know, there are going to be seasons, there's going to be scenarios where it's going to take a bunch of grit to stand up for yourself and um, in a quiet way demand the treatment that you deserve. And then there's going to be times where you carry yourself with such grace, with such patience, with such um, sincerity that the other person only sees the grace that you're offering.
1: And then they will ultimately not be able to do anything but respect you for it. You know, one thing I want to throw out here is the the way we can maintain this is to give ourselves a little bit of time. Mm -hmm. We need to have a little sacred space for ourselves to rest, to regroup, to recharge. So we can face these challenges. So we can say no to the situations that are harming us. So if we have to pull ourselves away for a weekend, for a week, for a month, from a relationship that's unhealthy so we can find the perspective we need, do it. Yeah, I mean, one of
0: the most self-respecting things you can do is to say no to some things, even good things, things that lo- that you love and things that light you up. Sometimes you have to say no because you know you're going too hard, too fast. You're already you know, burning the candles at both ends and saying no frees you up to be a better version of yourself. And when you say no to somebody without having to give an excuse, (laughs) you just say, you know, that sounds great, but I'm not able to do that in the season. They're going to respect that you're putting your own emotional and physical and spiritual health above the need of the moment. And ultimately everyone's going to benefit from that because you'll be a stronger, healthier, more graceful woman.
1: You know, Julie, when we set out to do this particular episode, it was really my hope that this discussion would make every single woman think, what does it look like to respect myself? To actually think that I should be treated with respect from people in my family, people that I love, people that I'm dating, my friends, my workplace, what does that look like? So for you out there ladies today, um, think about it, contemplate it. Do you respect yourself? We want you to. Yep. And I'll just go ahead and say, I'm going to put in the show notes, a couple
0: other episodes that will kind of come kind... Continue this conversation in other areas where you can grow day by day in that inner strength we call grit and grace. But you know, we love to wrap our episodes with a quote and the woman we're quoting today definitely had some self-respect. Here's our quote, watch your thoughts for they will become actions. Watch your actions for they'll become habits. Watch your habits for they will forge your character.
1: Watch your character for it will make your destiny. And that was Margaret Thatcher. Well, Julie, I actually love this particular episode, so we will see you shortly. Thinner and more fit, (laughs) indeed. Thanks for listening to another episode of this
0: Grit and Grace Life podcast, brought to you by the Grit and Grace Project online magazine. Whether you're listening in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or streaming the show, be sure to take a couple moments to subscribe, rate, and review so you never miss the next episode. You can also share the show with a friend you think might enjoy living a Grit and Grace life with us. Every week we share all the details on everything we discuss in the episode at thegritandgraceproject.org.
1: We'll catch you on the next one.